You are listening to a Cold Lake Community Church podcast. We hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families connect. Why baptism? Baptism is the Lord's and the Lord's Supper are two ordinances of the church, and both were commanded by the Lord. It is a believer's baptism. Baptism is for believers. It's a step of obedience to be taken after you have decided to follow Jesus Christ. Baptism is not for babies. Baptism is for those who can who consciously know what decision they are making and why they are making it. There are some who believe that baptism is essential for salvation. We believe that salvation is necessary for baptism. In other words, we believe that when you are born again, then you need to be baptized. Peter proclaimed to the people in Acts chapter 2, repent and be baptized, every one of you. Okay? The only exception that I know of in the New Testament scripture to a profession of faith without baptism is the thief on the cross. He was in a position where even if he wanted to be baptized, he couldn't be. Amen. Baptism is to a Christian what a wedding ring is to a marriage. I can remember asking Effie to to marry me, and she said yes, and I'm so glad she did. And uh, we made, at that time, we made a private decision to spend the rest of our lives together as husband and wife. We made that that private decision public by having a public wedding ceremony with witnesses. Then we invite when we invited Jesus to come into our lives, we made that private decision public by submitting to water baptism. First point I want to make here today is that baptism is a command. Jesus commanded us to be baptized. In in his parting instructions, known as the Great Commission, this is what he said. Go into all the world, Mark chapter 16, verse 15 and 16. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. Philip, in answer to the Ethiopian who requested to be baptized, in Acts chapter 8, verse 37, said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. He said, here's water. What what hinders me from being baptized? And Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may be baptized. 
It's a believer's baptism. Have you ever been born again? If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God and have sincerely repented of your sins, you may be baptized. Repentance is turning around, turning away. It also indicates a sorrow for sin. You're sorry for the things that you've done, the people that you've hurt, the people that you've wronged, the things that you've said, the things that you've done. And you're saying, Lord, I'm, I'm tired of this kind of a life. I want a different kind of a life. I want the life that you've planned for me. And when you make that decision, then you are a candidate for baptism. Our first step of obedience following our salvation should be to be water baptized. In every occurrence in the New Testament, it always followed immediately after confession of sin to Jesus, to our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day of Pentecost, the Bible tells us that 3,000 people were saved and were baptized immediately. Acts chapter 2, verses 40 to 41 tells us that. When the Holy Spirit fell upon the Gentiles, they were actually saved, spirit-filled, and water-baptized within a few hours. Paul and Silas baptized the jailer and his entire household the same night that they were saved. In Acts chapter 16, verses 25 to 34. Secondly, the method for water baptism is immersion. The proper method for water baptism is by immersion. The biblical examples of people being baptized show that it was by immersion. John chapter 3, verse 23 tells us that John was baptizing in Aeon near Salem because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized. If you're just going to sprinkle somebody, you don't need much water. But there was much water there, and that's why, why John had come to this place to baptize people. The example of Jesus being immersed is a good example to follow. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 16, says, When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. The example of Philip and the eunuch also, in Acts chapter 8, verse 38, So he commanded the chariot to stand still, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized him. The very word baptism means to be fully wet or to be immersed or to be dipped. Number three, the formula for water baptism is in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I know that people do it different ways, but here we're going to follow Jesus' example. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. 
I believe it is always important to follow the way that Jesus instructed us. In Matthew chapter 28, 19, Jesus said, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We're going to follow what Jesus said. In conclusion, if you are a believer and have not been baptized, you should be. I'll say that again. If you're a believer and have not yet been baptized, you should be. You don't have to pray about it because it's a command. You don't have to ask the Lord, should you be baptized or not, because the Bible commands it. It's a command of the Lord. You need to obey the Lord in baptism. It is essential for every believer. Verse 16 of Mark chapter 16 bothers me a bit. And I believe it should bother every one of us as believers. We read it first, but I'll read it again. And it says this, verse 16. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. Okay? He who believes and is baptized will be saved. That's what the Bible says. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. Now, I think the Bible is very clear here when it says that a believer will be baptized. If you're a believer, it is understood that you will be baptized. And if you are a believer and you are baptized, you will not be condemned. It is clear and simple. Baptism is not an option. It's a must for Christians. Baptism don't save you, but it is a command of the Lord, a first step, a step of obedience after Christ has come into my heart. After I've received them into my heart, then I need to follow that step of obedience and be baptized. Now, if you did not understand this before, you understand it now. You would have to shut out the Holy Spirit from speaking to your heart in order to reject this. Now that you know the truth, let the truth set you free. Now, if you came here today and you didn't plan to be baptized, but you would like to now, I don't know how you're going to work it out, but I'll just give you a little thing. Just a while ago, I did a wedding at, uh, at Moose Lake Camp. The couple wanted to be baptized. I baptized them in water. We came back in on the beach, and then we did the ceremony in our wet clothes. And so, and it was very cold that day. I had to, when I got home, I had to get into the a hot bath and just to get warmed up again. But I'm just saying, if you have to, if you have to drive home in wet clothes today, I think the fact that you were just obedient to God when he spoke to you made this real, then you would, 
you would be blessed to do it. But that's something between you and the Lord. And uh, so we're going to go to baptisms now. And uh, those of you who are ready to be baptized, you can, when you're ready, when you're changed, you can come here and stand in, in the line there. You have been listening to a Cold Lake Community Church podcast. We hope that you've been blessed by this teaching from Cold Lake Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families connect.